Welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Let's go through your Super Saturday for round 15. We'll start with the Dragons v. the Rabbitohs in what was a massive upset. South Sydney, even with, you know, a understrength side uh, coming into this game, they were the favourites and the Dragons obviously get the win, get the upset. Uh, obviously, there was a late surge by South Sydney uh, to get the scoreline to 36-30. It was 36-14. Uh, in the last 10 to 12 minutes of that game. South Sydney, they come back, I think it was like two or three, maybe even four tries in five minutes of football. Um, And, you know, they come back into this game to make it 36-30, nearly grabbing the win there at the end, obviously, the last play being shut down by the Dragons. Um, But, yeah, look, I mean, it was a massive last surge and a very exciting end to a game of football. Definitely got me keen as a South supporter um, for this game. Now, Rabbitohs winger Richie Kenner has scored 13 tries in his last 12 NRL games. So a good strike rate for Richie Kenner coming into this game. Blake Laurie for the Dragons, he came back into this game from a hand injury. Uh, came in 16 minutes in, so he got a very early introduction back into this side. Uh, obviously, Michael Cheekham was placed on report in the 27th minute for a lifting tackle on Blake Laurie, so he could be suspended going into next week. Uh, obviously, Havili entered the game as well. He was a one, He's a guy that I didn't expect to be coming back, but obviously he was named in this side for the Rabbitohs, which I was very, very excited about. He came back uh, in the 28th minute for the Rabbitohs in his first appearance uh, since recovering from that ankle injury. Uh, ben Hunt has now scored six tries in his past seven games for the Dragons. Uh, Tyrell Sloan. Look, we're talking about performances here for the Dragons. Ben Hunt was amazing, uh, but Tyrell Sloan, he was fantastic. Ran for 163 metres, had five tackle breaks and a try assist in this one. Keon Kalamatungi, he was strong for the Rabbitohs in the losing side uh, with 11 runs for 103 metres and three tackle busts. It's quite funny, to be honest, if you look at the score lines because they did beat um, us, obviously beat South, the Dragons, 32-12 to 12 in Wollongong in round 15 of last year. So there's a bit of an omen there. Made it consecutive wins against the Rabbitohs for the first time since 2011. Uh, Jaden Sewer was a powerhouse for the Dragons. I thought he was great. Uh, 146 run meters and a try. Uh, I thought that he was dangerous every time he ran the ball as well. He was very hungry against his old club. Thought he did really, really well. Uh, but yeah, as I said, the main performances for me for the Dragons were Tyrell Sloan, 163 meters, five tackle busts and a try assist. He was outstanding. Uh, then you've also got Ben Hunt as well. He always stands up for this team. Uh, he was, actually came out with a quote the other day. Now, we obviously thought that he was going to be leaving the Dragons due to the sacking of Anthony Griffin. But he said that he was talking to Shane Flanagan and he said that, uh, you know, he was talking to, about, about, to Shane Flanagan, sorry, about his intentions coming into this uh, side because it is rumored that he will be the next coach for the Dragons. And Shane Flanagan said that the intentions were for him to play halfback. That's where Ben Hunt wants to play. Uh, so he was very happy to stay with the Dragons. Um, so, yeah, look, if... Shane Flanagan comes in, that's pretty much locking in Ben Hunt. So I think that really ups Shane Flanagan's chances of getting that coaching job. But yeah, Ben Hunt playing great football, standing up in this game. Tyrell Sloan was fantastic. Uh, You know, the crowd of 17,350. 
seven. Uh, Paper was the biggest at Cogra as well since 2018. So great stuff there um, for the Dragons. But yeah, look, for me, for South Sydney, it was just discipline that let them down in the end. There was a lot of errors from South Sydney. They were playing a very scrappy game of football. Without Cody Walker, you could tell that, you know, the attacking spark just wasn't there. Uh, Dean Hawkins, he's a fantastic player, and I obviously hyped him up a little bit going into this game because I really thought he was going to make a difference. Uh, But obviously, that wasn't the case uh, because, you know, the attacking spark, it just wasn't there for him. He made two errors as well, consecutive errors. Um, you know, Richie Kenner was making a few errors as well in a row towards the back end of the game. Um, you know, they just made a ton of errors and their overall discipline wasn't the best South Sydney. So uh, that's probably a reason why they didn't go on to win this game. They actually scored the same amount of tries. If Blake Tafford kicked all of the goals, South Sydney would have gone on to win the game. Uh, he would have only just needed to kick three goals because obviously Zach Lomax, uh, he only got five from six. So if Blake Taff was perfect from the stripe. Uh, South Sydney would have won this game, and that's the pretty hectic thing to think about there. For the Rabbitohs, despite the discipline, they probably still would have gone on to win the game if they have got all if they had got sorry all of the kicks over. Actually, funny as well. Just looking at the stats now, I thought we'd made a lot of errors, but it says the Dragons made eleven errors, and we only made eight. So, yeah, geez, I, I thought the errors were the big thing for us, but obviously, it maybe goes to show that. The Dragons were better at, you know, coming back from those errors. And, um, you know, they did play really good football when they had the ball in hand as well, particularly through Sloan and through Ben Hunt. But, yeah, I I still think errors was an issue for South Sydney. But, geez, I didn't know that the Dragons actually made more errors than we did. That's uh, pretty hectic. Uh, We did concede a lot of penalties, though. The penalty count was 7-3, to so that definitely was the difference for us. And, again, it just goes back to uh, the discipline for the Rabbitohs. And I think for me, that was the reason that South Sydney did go on to lose that game. We go to the next game for the Super Saturday, which is uh, the Broncos v. the Newcastle Knights. Now, obviously much closer than people thought it was going to be. Much, much closer. Again, another game where, you know, they scored the same amount of tries. If um, Jackson Hastings had kicked two more goals, they would have gone into Golden Point. Um, so it was a very even game. Cullen Ponga, I thought he was outstanding. Uh, he was all over the park as well and, you know, really trying to get the Knights into this game. I thought that was one of the better games I've seen from Cullen Ponga in a long, long time. The possession count for this game was also quite even, I thought. You know, are we looking at the stats now? It definitely was. But watching this game, you know, The possession was definitely quite even. In fact, you're looking back at the stats now, the Knights actually had 52% possession compared to the Broncos, 48 by the end of the game. So the Knights had more ball. Uh, Obviously, the Broncos just used it a little bit better. Um, But yeah, look, I mean, scoring the same amount of tries, it was just goals at the end of the day that got the Broncos the win. Uh, The halftime score, the Knights were in the lead 10 to 6 as well. So they were playing great footy uh, to start this game. Um, Yeah, it was just the Broncos' late surge that sort of got them back into this one. Uh, Reese Walsh, he has chalked up 16 try assists in 13 games now this season. Uh, Callum Ponga was a constant threat for the Knights, scoring a try, running for 219 metres from 14 runs and breaking nine tackles. As I said, he was fantastic. Fantastic going back to fullback. Uh, Definitely got to keep him there from now on. 
35,814 fans uh, were at this game at Suncorp. Uh, It was the biggest home crowd against the Knights since Wayne Bennett's farewell game in 2008. So, massive stat there. Uh, Forward Patrick Carrigan got through a mountain of work for the Broncos with 44 tackles and 148 run meters. The Broncos recorded their 200th win at Suncorp Stadium. The Knights have won only two of their past nine games in Queensland. So, obviously, uh, an omen there to go for the Broncos. Uh, Selwyn Cobo has scored eight tries in four games against against the Knights. Obviously, he uh, aggravated that hip pointer injury. He'll be out of origin. Xavier Coates has been selected now uh, over him. So uh, there you go. The origin sides for Queensland obviously came out uh, yesterday morning. Uh, and someone Cobo isn't there, obviously ag- aggravating, sorry, that hip pointer injury. Uh, the Knights have now won, uh, sorry, the Knights have not won back-to-back games since round one and two of 2022. So, uh, you know, a bit of a hectic stat there for the Newcastle Knights. Um, you know, in saying that, great game for them. This was a real turning point for me in their season, particularly when the Broncos are going so well and had all of their players in. Um, yeah, it was a big effort from the Newcastle Knights and a massive solo effort there from Kalen Ponga. As I said, definitely one of the better games I've seen him play uh, over the past few years, obviously, with the concussion stuff and you know everything going on for him, plus missing out on Queensland origin selection. You know, I think that he was fantastic. He didn't even make the reserves for Queensland either, which I think is massive. I think there was a report saying that he ruled himself out of origin as well uh, to focus on footy with the Newcastle Knights, and it's definitely play- paying off, sorry, because uh, he's playing great football. Uh, but, yeah, look, a massive game for the Knights. Uh, you know, very, very even. You can't really comment too much on this one because it was just so tight. Uh, but the Broncos' late surge and obviously uh, the goal kicking made the difference for them in this game. Um, we go to the last game of your Super Saturday, which is the Panthers absolutely thrashing the Roosters in a fiery finish. Obviously, seeing Jared Warrior Hargreaves and uh, Spencer Lenu being fined. Um, for some for a little scuffle they had at the back end of the game. Now, a big talking point of this game is obviously Liam Martin. He left the field in the 66th minute uh, for a HIA and was ruled out after suffering a Category 1 head knock. Now, this is the one that obviously uh, Tom Turbo got diagnosed with in origin and obviously challenged it and came back from. If the Panthers challenge it, he should be okay for origin, but it could rule him out of origin game two. Depends what Freddie, uh, how Freddie picks his side uh, going into this game, uh, but Liam Martin definitely could miss out. I hope not because he was definitely one of the better forwards going into Origin 1. Hopefully they let him play. But look, if he's not right, I wouldn't pick him in there anyway. Uh, if he's not a, if he's not 100%, there's no way I'm picking him in this side. Um, Panthers enforcer Moses Leota, he left the field for HIA as well in the 69th minute uh, for the match, which was later deemed a Category 2 head knock. So he will be all good for the Panthers going into the next few weeks when they play next. Uh, Jared Maria Hargreaves and Spencer Lenu were both sent to the sin bin in the sec- uh, 72nd, Jesus Christ, cannot speak, uh, minute of the match. Uh, Roosters forward Nat Butcher was placed on report for dangerous contact in the 31st minute of the match as well. So there's all of the things you need to worry about in terms of uh, suspensions and fines going 
into next week. But look, talking about this game, Liam Martin set the tone for the visitors. He had eight runs for 101 metres in the first half. He was absolutely sensational. You know, obviously, we'll be very unlucky if he misses out on this Origin side for game two with that head knock. Um, But yeah, he was fantastic in the first half. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Jake Turpin, I thought he got through a mountain of work. We're talking about positives for the Roosters. Uh, In defence, he was sensational. 69 tackles. 69 fucking tackles. That is insane. Uh, And what a number as well, just quietly. Uh, The Panthers completed 16 of 21 sets in the first half at 76%. Uh, which is great stuff there for the Panthers. Uh, they have won 10 of their past 12 games without Nathan Cleary. That's a massive stat, con- you know, considering that Nathan Cleary is a pivotal part of that side. Uh, Panthers have kept their opposition scoreless in the first half on five occasions this season. Uh, Roosters pair Matt Lodge and Junior Palga racked up six errors between them during the match as well. So not good stuff there for those guys. But look, in terms of this game, you know, again, there's not really much to talk about. Absolute thrashing here for the Panthers. Massive individual performances. James Tedesco tried to pull them out of this one, but, you know, it just wasn't so. Obviously scored a try. Uh, He showed a moment of individual brilliance as well. He was dancing through the Panthers defenders uh, to score while he reduced the margin by six. But that's as close as the Roosters got to winning this game, obviously. Uh, now they've got slumped to their seventh loss of the season as well. So not good stuff there for the Roosters. I don't think I would have had them winning this game anyway, um, but it was a massive game by the Panthers to put on as many points as they did uh, going into this one. They were definitely unstoppable, especially when the second half came around. They were leading 10-0 at halftime as well. Uh, so it was pretty much set and stone. Um yeah, look, as I said, the Roosters wasn't their best performance either, but the Panthers were just too good in this one. Jack Cogger was great. I thought that his kicking game was quite good for the Panthers. Um, Jerome Luai stood up for them as well. Um, and yeah, look, it was just a big game, a massive game for the Panthers. Uh, forward set the tone, and after that, it was just history. It was pretty good stuff there from the Panthers to get a win 30-6. to six. I Really do believe they could have won by a lot more than that as well. One.